0: and the USOPC in no way warrants that content of featured in Olympic Fever is accurate. Thanks for listening, and now on to the show.
1: Mesdames and Messieurs, the greatest festival of our contemporary society, the Olympic Games, is about to begin. This is going to be close. Ah! Episode of Olympic Fever, the podcast for Olympics fans. I am your host, Jill Jarris, joined as always by my lovely co host, Allison Brown. Allison, hello, how are you today?
2: Well, we are caught in the five rings of hell.
1: Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> Not, And I, I don't want to laugh, but it's a, it's a pretty good one.
2: You know, if we don't laugh, we'll cry.
1: That's right. Which we have done too. <laughs> we have, yes, we have. Yeah. So um, we've got a big change to announce, and it has to do with the name of our show. Uh, Last week, I had some conversations with the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee, and that is uh, the reason for this change. So the first point is, how did this all come about? I'd been working with the USOPC's media department on getting our interview with Leah Fair, who was one of the most recent Next Olympic hopeful winners. And when I sent them the link to the interview after the show posted, they thanked me, but also said, oh, hey, somebody on our media team noticed that we were selling merchandise and that's not allowed. And they could connect me with their legal team to explain that more. So I did not respond. And a couple, Oh, I don't know, a week or so later, one of the USOPC's intellectual property lawyers did email me to talk about the situation, so we had a telephone call. And that, I I would say, for what it was, it was a good conversation. The USOPC did not issue us a cease and desist because uh, they said they don't have a problem with our content at all, however, it's the name that's a problem at this point. So. There's something called the Ted Stevens Act which is a law here in America and per that act they have the right and they also have a trademark on the term Olympics when it's used in a sporting situation. So there's a mountain range in the northwestern part of the country that's called the Olympic Mountains. That's ex- that kind of thing is exempt from they <laughs> haven't they haven't Ted Stevens the mountain yet. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. So What this means is that we are not allowed to use the term Olympic to make money. So in terms of merchandise, they have an official licensing partner for merchandise. So the merch that we had would cross the line over into uh, that territory that is legally somebody else's.
2: So let me just, I'll jump in with Mm -hmm. a little bit of things that people have said back to us. Mm -hmm. The title of the show is in fact not the problem. That is fair use. -hmm. The problem is that we then turned around and used the title for sponsorships and merchandise. So it was the selling of the title of the show.
1: Right. Right.
2: Which is the problem that the USOPC, the title itself, we could under fair use continue to use, but then we could make no money.
1: Right. And that's that for us is a problem because the show does cost a lot of money to produce and we need to be able to recoup that in some way shape or form and the real ways to do that like any media outlet would be sell airtime sell sponsorships sell commercials sell uh, and for us at least try to get donors for the show and that doesn't fly
2: and one more thing i did want to clear up mm-hmm. that somebody asked me it does not matter whether we are making a profit or not even if we are just using the money to cover our costs right if we are if we are receiving any revenue from sponsorships or merchandise then we are falling under ted stevens so it doesn't matter that we're not you know raking in the big bucks they still you know the the usopc has every right to protect its trademarks, even though we are a small player.
1: Right, right, right. We can hate it
2: and we can be upset about it, but that's why, because if they don't protect their trademarks against small players, then they lose their trademark when it becomes a bigger issue.
1: Right, and they need their sponsors and uh, donors to earn money for their programs, which essentially um, they raise money to support the athletes who participate in the games so yeah it was really interesting because we first started working with the us opc media two and a half years ago or so just about when we first started I, and this yeah. never came up and so we get that when they explained it to us it makes sense and it's understandable but like like you said not fun to deal with so
2: but we're we're gonna try and you know do the the lemonade out of lemons,
1: right, 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 so, and make
2: this a positive thing.
1: Exactly. So, also, we wanted to mention that they they said that under the Ted Stevens Act, any simulations of the word Olympic would be subject to their trademark. So they would argue that Olim Fever, which is what we used in our URLs and all our social media handles, because we knew that using Olympic in that sense would be problematic, so we shortened it to Olim Fever. But they would say they would argue that that would be an issue to use the shortened name as well.
2: So we could spend our time and energy fighting them, which we did mm-hmm. discuss
1: mm-hmm.
2: or we could spend the time and energy rebranding and coming up with a new name, which we decided was the more um, more positive and more beneficial use of time and energy right exactly. So we did have that moment of we're gonna fight the system and then we were like,
1: Right. Right. No, because that's it's, not it's, how we want to do it. Right. Because it would be very expensive and they've got trademarks and laws on their side. So we likely would lose in the end anyway. It would not make a, a decent working relationship better. That's for sure. Right, we've they've
2: been very good about uh, giving us access to athletes and coaches and providing us with photographs. And so, why why do we want to make an enemy of the USOC? Right, over, yeah,
1: exactly over an event that we all love. Exactly, so.
2: we've been rule 40'd.
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> that is what we that's what we figured out.
2: And this is something that we will make a T-shirt out of if we can. <laughs>
1: I've been rule 40'd. That's what so. We're Right, right, right. Right. And the same thing with uh, trying to get patrons and sponsors. We asked specifically about that. They reminded me that they were a nonprofit and that they raise $110 million a year to support the athletes. And after their legal team discussed it, they said, and I'll, I'll quote this email. Regarding donations, our concern is that your use of Olympic fever for donations overlaps with how we use our marks for fundraising purposes. We likewise engage in fundraising efforts that utilize the marks to cover the cost of supporting Team USA athletes. Use of Olympic IP for fundraising is something that we do not typically authorize for third parties. So again, no go there. You could argue that $110 million is a lot of money. You could argue the fact that their annual report says that Nearly half of their budget goes towards programming and services that support and impact elite athlete performance, but we'll look at the USOPC's finances another day. So they gave us two options. We can keep the name Olympic Fever as we were using it pre-having merch and asking for patrons and sponsors. We'd have to have disclaimer language provided by the USOPC to make it clear that we were not connected to Team USA, which was another thing that we Wanted to make sure, I know when we were getting our logo, we, were, we have a wonderful graphic artist named uh, Megan Grammer who created our logo for us. And one of the things that we told them was that we did not want red, white, and blue to be prominent in that logo because we really didn't want to be tied to Team USA at all. So we're hoping to repurpose that logo and uh, we'll tell you about that in a second. But uh, yeah, the choices were keep Olympic Fever with a disclaimer, don't make any money from it. Or we could change the name of the show to something that doesn't include their trademarks. They did say that, oh, we could sell merch under the Olympic fever name as long as it didn't have any of their trademarks there. So they said uh, the example that they gave was, oh, hey, if you want to sell a red, white, and blue pillow that doesn't say anything, we can't stop you.
2: But we couldn't have anything with the name or the website because the website was Mm Olimp Fever and they considered that trademarkable right so we could use the picture of the logo without
1: the title in it Mm -hmm. right but when it comes down to it we don't sell enough merch to cover our costs so basically it all boils down to it's time to change the name
2: it's time to change the name (sighs)
1: so uh if you have been to our website or if you are already a patreon patron you know that uh, we've hit pause on those donations we've taken down the links to those on our websites we've taken down our amazon link we've cleaned out our merch store we're working with our current sponsor for how to honor that agreement with them and uh, still stay on the right side of the usopc and now we are generating a big laundry list of details to take care of for the name change
2: you know this is why I didn't change my name when I got married (laughs) you know I was one of those women who kept my birth name when I got married because I didn't want to go to the DMV I didn't want to go to Social Security so now I have to go through it anyway yeah yeah (laughs) thanks you
1: thank you you have reaffirmed my
2: decision from 25 years ago that that was good
1: yes so um yeah, it's going to be a lot of work to rebrand the show and it's going to cost us some money to do so and that's all in addition to preparing for Tokyo this summer. So, Let's keep it interesting, Jill. Yeah, I know, right? So, here's what we're going to do for the next couple of weeks. Next week is going to be a lightning round episode because we need a break. Just flat out <laughs> this this
2: you know, it's <sighs> <laughs> this was, you know what? This was, you really took the brunt of this. So mm-hmm. you get super kudos on on having handled this whole situation. And I know emotionally this was very hard on you. Yeah, yeah. I was sort of getting the second because I wasn't in, in uh, involved in a lot of the the details of it, but I just kept getting these messages from Jill. <laughs> this is what the said. USBC- and just. You know, everyone in my house just kept having to hear me go, you won't believe what's happening. How is this happening? It was, I think we had a bit of shock and awe. Like, Mm -hmm. how did we get into this? It was so surreal. So, yeah, I think we just need a minute to regather our thoughts and be able to focus again on the show. Because right now we've been dealing with all the business side, technical side, and not the content side, which is what we love.
1: Right, right. And so there's a lot of technical stuff to do and figure out and we're still working with USOPC over what we can and can't do. You know, it's it's interesting because we're still new media to them and they don't really know how to deal with a podcast. And I get it, even though if you listen to podcasts, you know they've been around for a over a decade now. But at the same time, we were the first show to do something every day that wasn't connected to a media outlet that already had rights to the Olympics and broadcasting the Olympics. So, or not every day we, we publish every week, but you know, every other Olympics podcast was just for the couple weeks around the games and during the games, and then it would go away. So um, we were the first to do it consistently. And I think that, was one of those, like, we, uh, I remember when we first started, they're like, we don't really know who you are or what you're doing. So, so we're gonna <laughs> we take a we minute to yeah, we'll well. <laughs> figure it out as we go along, which right. I think
2: is the, the great thing we've been able to do. And one mm-hmm. of the things that you and I have really enjoyed doing is what we started with the show is not where we are now. What we intended and how it developed and how mm-hmm. it grew was not what we envisioned. And we love that about it because it became something
1: else that we love. Yes.
2: On the flip side of that is the USOPC is trying to turn the Titanic. Right. They're not the most nimble of organizations and dealing with new media and dealing with new situations. If it's not, you know, on their rule 40 charter, they really don't know what to do. Right. They're making it up as they go along. And they are the USOPC they're huge. Mm -hmm. And we're just this cute little podcast. (laughs) So, you know, maybe someday we'll be in a law book about, you know, exemptions to the Ted Stevens Act. And that'll be awesome. And we'll be torturing law students 50 years from now. And that somehow is going to make me feel better. Okay. Not really, but (laughs) I'm going to say it anyway.
1: (laughs) It's only time, Allison time we'll make it better i know so it's true yeah so it's it's been a tough week uh we need a break so uh that means next week we'll do a lightning round we're not going to publish a newsletter for a couple of weeks you may or may not see us on social but we'll come back in a couple of weeks when we do come back we will have a contest because we have no clue what to rename this show ourselves and and kind of like being in the middle of it, I just I feel like I can't step out and think of something fun and clever and uh, as lovely as our old name was. So
2: we never thought of our old name; it just was like right. the, the it was name. A state of being. Came, the name almost came first. Mm-hmm. So this is a very different experience. Now it, you know I have a child; I I do know the experience of naming a child. Mm-hmm. It's awful and really pressure filled. <laughs> And this is even worse because this is like, now the child is like eight and you got to give it a name. Right. Oh, who did that? Um, Who wouldn't name their kids? Oh, Peekaboo Street. Remember how the parents let them name themselves when they were like four or five?
1: Oh, no, I don't remember that.
2: Yes. Okay. So the skier Peekaboo Street, her family was all these super hippies Mm -hmm. and they would just call it like baby girl or baby boy. Mm hmm. And then the child would choose a name at some point, which is how you end up with a name like Peekaboo.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, so well,
2: we don't want to end up being the Peekaboo Street, right? And of podcasting titles.
1: Well, I think I think here's another story on the same line. Uh, contributor Ben almost didn't have a first name, well, because his dad wanted to just leave it Jackson. Because that was cool. His last name's Jackson, just plain Jackson. And the hospital said, if that child leaves this hospital without a first name, we are putting baby boy in the first name. So he would have been baby boy Jackson, which could have been fun, but likely not for a long time and likely not until rap came about. <laughs> so,
2: well, we know what we'd... Ben's b-boy name Right. Is.
1: <laughs> right. So I don't think we want to be the baby boy of podcasts.
2: Exactly. So, So, But there are lots of words we can't use.
1: And we're figuring those out.
2: Yes, we are putting that together. So when the contest is announced, we will have all the things we can't use, all the combinations of phrases we can't use because there are many. So start thinking. Maybe there's something in another language that sounds snappy that we could get away with using, I don't know. <laughs> and we Some know lines. how well I pronounce other languages.
1: <laughs> I just feel like we're going to go into Esperanto here.
2: <laughs> Which you know what? But here's the funny thing. When we were looking at the list of words when we we're mm-hmm. starting to work at, there was a phrase that you found that I swear is Esperanto. That's yeah, the US, can't USOPC has in fact trademark phrases in Esperanto.
1: Something. We yes. will figure that out. Whatever whatever that was. It was a very weird phrase that made us scratch our heads. And I don't remember what it is now, but we'll we'll get that put on a list. But yeah, we'll have a contest. Uh we'd like to offer a prize, but for that to be a contest and a prize, there's a lot of legal stuff that we need to put together on the background at back end because companies. we don't want are. to get
2: into trouble
1: <laughs> right for so doing a prize
2: there. and then other lawyers show up at our doorstep
1: right, right. so we'll have that all in a couple of weeks yes and hopefully we'll have the new name and everything in place by mid-april
2: i think so it'll be born like spring exactly it'll be our rebirth yes dun, 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 dun. Oh Wait, did that sound too much like the anthem? Because, you know, the lawyers will call us.
1: (laughs) Just doing some random tones. (laughs) But somebody may
2: call us now.
1: All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode. So thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for supporting us. We've had a lot of uh, support over the last week. um, And we really appreciate it because this has been a tough time for us. It's a little bit like grieving. Because we're saying goodbye to something we love, but uh, we'll but only something. temporarily, exactly. and
2: only with a a change of name. We will be back. We're not abandoning anybody. We're not changing. You know, all the segments will be back. Just we may have to rename some of them, mm-hmm. and we'll we're going to be okay. Yes. And thank you to the Definitely. listeners for sticking with us through our our legal woes. <laughs> Oh, Can you believe a... we have legal rules on the I know. And I'm kind of like, oh, wow, we're important enough to get
1: the USS talking to us.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm going to pat myself on the back that we're doing something right.
1: All right. And on that note, we'll call it a show. Uh, thank you again for listening. And until next time, keep the flame alive.
0: Stay in touch. Email us at olymfever at gmail.com. That's O L Y M fever at gmail. You can also leave us a voicemail at 530-763-3837. That's 530-70-FEVER. We're on Twitter at olymp Fever, and you can join in the conversation at our Facebook group, Olympic Fever Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep the flame alive.